Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I wanted to get back to my roots and get in that low budget bag again since I've been doing some rather large budget, big time movies. Uh, so, uh, on all my streaming subscriptions, all the platforms I have, I just have a bunch of just random stuff in my queue. And when I don't have anything that I really need to watch or pressing that I planned on watching, I go and I just grab one of these movies and see if I struck low budget gold. <laughs> so did I get this one right? Uh, well, 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 yeah, I forgot to tell you what I watched. It, it's something called eight days to hell which is a horror anthology movie. Uh, so yeah, so what is this one about? And this is going to be pretty short because I really can't nail down one thing since this is an anthology format. And let me just say the stories are all connected and they count up to eight days of hell, which each being a different story. Now, there's no pro or audience scores to speak of, so I'm the first one. So what did I think? And I'm not going to waste your time here. There are really only two positives about this. One, I did like how the stories were all connected. So they either use an actor from the previous story, and they would carry him over or her over to the next story, or they would introduce a character in the story before, and that character would carry over to the next story. So it had this kind of uh, similar vein that kind of carried throughout all the stories, which, you know, which kind of worked. And like I said, that was a nice uh, method uh, to do that. Now, um, the only other thing that I would say that was a positive was it lived up to its name. Uh, spoiler free, which you're not going to be watching this anyway, but you actually, it ends with hell. So, you know, it lived, it gave me what the title was in the title which is cool you know movies try to do that and they don't always live up to that but this one did uh so yeah i mean <laughs> and i'm really gonna try not to beat this one up too much i mean the acting in this is just atrocious this is some of the worst acting i've seen in a while um what's funny here is in the first story it's about a dude who's on an audition for a part and he's acting, he's, you know, giving a bad audition. So he's, you know, not acting very well. And then he gets a call back or he schedules a call back to do the part again. And this was supposed to be him acting good or giving a good performance. And this performance was worse than the one he did when he did the original audition. It was it was funny to me. I just laughed because it was like he's still bad. He's like really bad. He can't act. Um, <laughs> the special effects are really super substandard. I mean, even for low budget. I mean, if you're gonna use low grade CGI for everything, which is what they did here, which I don't know why they chose to do that. They would have been better off just trying to do some practical effects stuff and that looking more. That would have been a more effective way to do this kind of movie because, I mean, I literally laughed out loud at the praying mantis. Uh, again, you don't know what that is, but yeah, there's a praying mantis at some point and a werewolf transformation that is just looks so shockingly fake. It's just 
Oh, it's just anyway. Uh, the stories uh, that are connected, which was again, which was a nice idea, the way they tried to transition things. None of them had a real reason to even go together. These stories, they did a really poor job of explaining anything, and you pretty much see these setups, and all the setups for the actual climaxes are weak. And you know, since they try to cram in eight stories, everything's really short. And with anthologies, you gotta. Get to the point, set it up, and then have your climax right there. And they did they didn't follow all the steps. They would get to the point. There's no really no setup or anything. They would say a few lines and then there's a climax. You're like, well, what's going on? Literally, there's like two or three stories. I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, what what are they, what are we talking about here? What are they doing? For example, there was this zombie story. Dude just gives some exposition, and then there's just a zombie. There was, like, really no backstory or proper introduction or anything to what we are actually witnessing. Now, if I had to pick a best story, which was hard to sort through this uh, drek, um, it's probably the artist that draws in a book, and then it comes true. That one had promise, and I knew where they were going to go with it, you know, at the ending, uh, one little simple change and it would have been solid, but no, they had to end it in a way that didn't really make any kind of sense at all. Once they did it, I was like, well, why would you end it like that? I mean, they were right there. They almost had one story that paid off and yeah, they blew it. And then the movie yeah, ends in hell, but it just ends. There's no overall arching story or anything to tie anything together. Which, you know, as I discussed before in previous episodes, if you're a veteran, if you're not, anthologies always have a story that wraps everything together, even if the stories don't go together. Even with, for example, perfect example, ABCs of Death, where none of the stories were related, but they tied everything together by using a letter of the alphabet as the theme for each story, and that connected everything because that was in the book. Uh... Anyway, did I enjoy it? Of course not. I would put this one right at a 15% on the rotten scale. This one got pretty close to single digits. Uh, But, yeah. The concept to connect all the stories and then paying off on the title. And then they had the one decent story that that saved it from me giving this single digit. I've I've never given a movie single digits on this podcast. This one got really, really close. But... I sat back and thought about it, and yeah, there's enough here where it's not in single digits, but it's still pretty bad. There is no reason, and I repeat, absolutely no reason to watch this one, and it's only 88 minutes. It felt like two hours. I mean, don't even stop and look at the cover art. If you see eight days, just keep scrolling. Don't stop and read anything. Pass right by this one. And watch something else. In fact, you can stare at the wall and get more entertainment value than you would get from this movie. Uh, But anyway, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Podbean production. Mostly low budget movie reviews with Clarence. And this one was certainly low budget. And that's what the theme is this weekend. I'm just going to get in some low budget stuff just to prepare myself. Because I got a big budget movie coming up next week. 
You'll probably guess which one that is. I'm not going to say now. It'll just show up. If you don't know, look at the release schedule. I'm sure you can figure it out. But anyway, I'll be back again. In fact, I'm probably going to post back to back because I did watch a couple of movies and I'm just actually uploading everything. So yeah, I will see you guys next time. Oh, thank you again for the support. I appreciate it. See you guys next time. Peace.